Hello everyone, uh, welcome to the latest episode of FOPFPL podcast. Uh, this is Jeku, along with me, uh, Vinay Ashwin and Hisham Ashraf. Welcome both of you. Hi Jeku, hi Hisham. Hi Jeku, hi Vinay. How was the blank week and the double game week went for you guys? Yeah, so the double game week, uh, the much awaited double game week is over. Um, it's been good. I mean, I know uh, I'm speaking to two free hitters who are high flying, so... Uh, yeah, so uh, from my perspective, uh, it was a close choice between free hit and uh, minus four transfer. So I went for it. Uh, I'm glad that actually it worked. Um, the only yeah, the big disappointment is I went for triple captain on Salah, which didn't really um, go well. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we all uh, that has been uh, the story of this double game week that all, all the premium players have actually premium stri- uh, attackers have failed. So much of the points have come from the defense. Um, so uh, the high scoring stones, Adais, uh, Sufal, Justin. Um, so yeah, it's looking good. I could, I think I could probably can match most of uh, the free hitters. Uh, so um, yeah, looking forward to the match this evening um, against Grealish and uh, sorry, I mean uh, the Aston Villa against Newcastle. So hopefully that will give me a very good score. How is the free hitters doing? Uh, well, uh, thanks, uh, Jeku. Uh, for me personally, uh, it's, it's, it has been very good two weeks. Uh, I've almost uh, reached around 23k. Like I'm supposed to go down after today's match, but I, I, I don't think it would hurt that much because having seen uh, a big green arrow courtesy the free hit. Uh, if you say game week 18, blank week uh, somehow survived uh, with transfers. I went for a punt with Jesus, which actually didn't quite work well. But I expect since uh, De Bruyne is out now, uh, maybe he'll get more uh, chances because the scoring options who have to increase for Guardiola. So, not sure. Uh, anyway, it was four till game week 21 or 22. So, I'll, I'll keep him for a couple of game weeks and let's see how it goes. Other than that, uh, Mitchell, Stones and uh, Kane captain, all those went decently. And I'm pretty happy with the blank game we score. I'm, 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 I think with, even with free hit that week, uh, wouldn't have scored more than 60 points and also pretty much okay. And uh, one of the reasons I went uh, with the free hit in 19 is that I saw a lot of clean sheet potential uh, in uh, 19. And I didn't have, for example, West Ham, I didn't have any of the players. And uh, I saw an opportunity there. Uh, so And also I thought uh, Son and Kane, I'm, I just got them like three, four game weeks back. And I, I know... Uh, they can cause a little bit of problem if I sell them imminently. And there was no other way of other than selling both. If I could have retained one, uh, it would have been a possibility. But uh, for affording a Salah or uh, even affording a Wadi or someone like that, I had to sell both. So that's why I went. And uh, like I said, I expected the clean sheet probability more. So that's why I went five at the back. And it it went well. I think defenders gave me around... uh, Close to 80 points of my hand. I got 123 points uh, in the uh, game, uh, double game week 19. And close to 80 points was from defense. And uh, uh, and also the cap didn't go well. Salah, uh, as you mentioned, your triple captain. And luckily, KDB also didn't outscore much. Uh, uh, like it was only four point difference at the end. So I'm not sure if, uh, if someone who went for a punt cap, maybe Antonio or uh, similarly someone... Uh, like uh, Sterling, Sterling okay, 11 compared to Salah and De Bruyne, it's, it is okay. So other than that, I think all captains were of uh, uh, didn't didn't go well. So, but the overall score of uh, most of us, uh, like due to the defense, it improved. That that's that's from my end. How's it for G? Yeah, uh, currently the double game week is doing very good for me. It gave me a very big arrow, big green arrow. Sorry. Uh, actually, in the uh, blank game week, it was uh, also a, no, a good game week for me, I think. Uh, after I hit, I got 43 points. Uh, but uh, like Vinay told, uh, at first I was going with a minus 8 for double game week. Then I decided to uh, stay with Kane and all in the coming game week. So I decided to hit the free hit in the last one hour. Uh, so far, it is very good, except the captain, like you guys said. 
I I went with KDB other than uh, Salah like you guys, uh, but it is not a big difference like when I told. Anyway, uh, without cap with cap failure also, it is a very good uh, uh, game week with one game week to go, and uh, yeah, it's uh, pretty much very good uh, rank rise for me. So I hope I can uh, manage with this for the coming game week also. Uh, that's it. Thanks. Yeah. So uh, thanks. Uh, thanks, Sri. Thanks, Vinay. So um, yeah. So uh, I, I think I mean uh, you kind of uh, uh, pretty much covered uh, the how that uh, game week was. I mean I don't know whether this is actually shifting um, how the coming game weeks look like because if you if you look at it, eleven uh, defenders, um, including top scorer Stones, has double digit in the last uh, double game week, whereas. Uh, 12 midfielders only had i mean in comparison it's like yeah it's a, they are kind of matching it and on of those 12 midfielders actually four are from leicester and three are from manchester city so uh, as i mentioned earlier none of the other premiums have actually kind of uh, really gone off uh, and uh, we didn't really get a lot of points and only two strikers had actually more than uh, 10 points one is antonio and the other is callum robinson which no one really owned so um so yeah, so it's kind of uh, this ge double game week was slightly different. How it was, uh, we always, I think uh, I, I do remember Laporte scoring uh, quite big in double game week. So there is something with City all, all the time. Uh, City defense uh, when it comes to double game week, but in general, this um, whoever invested heavily on defense has really gone uh, good. So yeah, that's it about uh, double game week. Uh, Vinay, what are our topics to, uh, for today? I think uh, from the topics perspective, we can have uh, like we have uh, the De Bruyne. The big news is De Bruyne and Wardy injury, right? So we can have a look at the alternatives uh, for that. And uh, we have seen Liverpool have their first uh, home loss uh, last week. Uh, so we can have a look at what is happening in the Liverpool, especially in the attack perspective. Should uh, we uh, hold on to these players or uh, is it like for people like me and G who don't have Salah right now, is it a like is it a wise choice to avoid him right now or should get back him? When should we get back him? So those kind of uh, uh, choices. And uh, uh, we can have a look at the Chelsea defences also uh, ahead because they have a good run coming forward for at least around 3-4 game weeks, some good home game weeks coming. So can have a look at that if we need to go at any of their defensive assets. And a generic plan for the next two game weeks, captaincy choices. Uh, these are the uh, main topics that we're going to cover. Cool. Thanks, Vinay. Um, so, yeah, let's start with uh, um, the KD, uh, KDB and Wardy replacement, which is probably the biggest question for uh, uh, the coming game week. So, um, I mean, most of us own at least one KDB. I mean, people like me who own both uh, KDB and Wardy who go for uh, game week 19. So, uh, so I had a look at uh, uh, some of those stats uh, in terms of, okay, what are the available options uh, to us? I mean, one thing which I probably could say is there is no easy replacement. I mean, none of the premiums are actually kind of doing good. Uh, Spurs duo is good, but their fixtures are not uh, really looking great. So... Uh, so maybe this is a time to actually bring a right punt. Uh, I mean, if you kind of actually bring uh, and that punt can go, uh, if if that goes well, that probably is going to bring you some success and you can actually probably, it's 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 a really good period for chases, I think. Uh, so I don't look at some of the alternate options. Okay, what do we have? I mean, obviously we need to start with the Spurs duo, but we've covered uh, the Spurs game quite a lot. Uh, in the previous episode. So we are not really going to get into any of those details. And as we all know, they are, I mean, like Sun is like 58% owned and uh, Kane is still 45% owned. So it's like heavily owned players. So, uh, uh, and all the Spurs attacks uh, really goes through them. So the stats wise, it's not much different. I mean, Sun uh, had a, basically like a slight change of uh, strategy in, in that full fuller match in game week 18, where he had a, a XG of like, 1.26 and four big chances. But apart from that, if you look at all other matches, it's pretty much uh, kind of same uh, for Sun and uh, uh, Kane. So uh, just keep an eye on their fixtures. Uh, there's nothing really to talk about and uh, other than what we have already covered. So I'm just keeping it. Yeah, Sun is obviously a good choice. Kane is obviously a good choice. That's it. Uh, so 
the the thing which we want to cover is the rest of the thing uh, so let's start with city so when i had a look at uh, the stats okay the uh, players i've considered there was uh, gundogan um, sterling bernardo silva phil foden and jesus so jesus hasn't really played many so stats wise is kind of uh, not really great so who is actually the uh, clear uh, winner there is it's i mean we all know uh, the player who actually scored 18 points in uh, double game week is gundogan so he's clearly ahead of sterling and uh, the other two in terms of all the stats uh, and he had like 1.65 uh, uh, in last two game weeks so uh, and uh, now with uh, kdb missing penalty might be under his belt as well and then i i have basically compared the rest of the three like sterling foden and bilva the thing is foden and bilva uh, i mean bernardo silva has got stats much better than sterling so i don't haven't seen any uh, any good stats in which uh, sterling is basically uh, i mean no sterling can uh, justify that 11.4 value at the moment so i'm not convinced whether sterling is the right player from uh, city at this point uh, obviously bernardo silva and phil foden has got uh, the rotation concern so that's the thing so the only player i can probably think of yeah kind of pick up from um, city is gundogan at the moment what do you guys think i mean uh, g what 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 do you think about city uh, replacement um, is there any one you you actually clearly consider from city other than Uh, like you, no, no. Like you said, uh, as you re- recovered, Foden is a good one, but like you said, it is a very rotation risky. And uh, uh, Jesus, uh, as for the replacement body, we have to look into see. Even a uh, lot of chances created by KDB, he is missing that time. Maybe he will be a good one, but let's see. And uh, like you said, Gundogan is the first choice anyway. If you are going for a city uh, uh, midfield. or you can try uh, kdp to another midfielder in any other any of the uh, team as a pun like madison grealish or someone and look for a triple city defense as they are the best i think in the defensively right now with the current three fixtures easy fixtures coming back uh, that's all from my point of view in the city also yeah we'll cover actually rest of the teams uh, uh, other players i was actually uh, really looking at uh, city whether uh, what do you think vinay it's it's the same there uh, could nothing to add so if from city i think uh, uh, gundogan is one of the safest option uh, having penalty also under his belt so whether you want to go it or like i mentioned i think uh, if i was uh, currently with the rank i am sitting i would have been a risk averse person and i would rely more on the triple defense uh, rather than punt on gundogan i would have i would rather punt on the attack rather than uh, uh, go with gundogan uh, attack from the other team like for example if lester is one of the options there are uh, the the high flying players are madison and barnes so i i, w- I would be favoring a little bit in the direction compared to gundogan yeah i mean yeah i, I agree i mean maybe uh, we should actually punt on cancelo rather than a gundogan so uh, there is there is clear uh, thing like okay yeah, you probably can get uh, the likes of dies stones and cancelo with a triple defense rather than actually going for a um, gundogan so yeah that's an option too Uh, so yeah next option is obviously uh, the uh, you kind of briefly mentioned is lester so now with wardy missing uh, we all know uh, uh, inacho probably going to be taking that slot so but we don't really have any stats to cover or maybe peres coming up front we don't really know so the the other players which we can consider here is madison and bonds so i did have comparison with uh, harvey bonds and uh, madison and the stats wise Barnes is much ahead of uh, Madison in terms of all the stats. So, and one of the thing, um, though Madison has actually scored three goals, that is from an xG of point five four. So that is that means he's clearly outperforming the number of touches or none of the other things actually kind of reflecting those three goals performance. So whereas Barnes he has got one point six four xG and he scored two goals and he has been pretty consistent in terms of other stats in terms of touches in the box. Um, and the kind of position he t- takes the number of shots and all those things so uh, so from a stats perspective barnes seems to be a better choice than madison obviously as yes, uh, uh, we can't forget that okay he came out uh, on top uh, in um, uh, in double game week but 
yeah, Madison was, I mean, Barnes wasn't really that far away. So, um, so just looking at Stad's perspective, he is basically the better option from um, uh, than uh, Madison in um, uh, Leicester t- uh, uh, shirt. Uh, Telemans is an option, but he's play, he plays defensive. Uh, he has been kind of stepping up in terms of creativity and everything, but I'm not sure whether he's still a... Uh, anybody would consider him uh, as an FPL asset at this point uh, because of his positioning as such. Uh, uh, so, moving away from Leicester, the other team to consider is uh, Manchester United. Uh, so, we all have Bruno already, uh, and but the fixtures are quite good uh, for uh, United. So, so I had to look at the, some of those stats uh, and see, okay, um, who is looking good. But when one of the players who actually comes out whenever he plays is Cavani. Uh, so he had three starts in last five game weeks. So obviously it's a rotation risk, but his numbers are quite okay. I mean, like not, I'm not saying great, but it's quite okay. His positioning and his conversion and the sh- short accuracy and those sort of things are quite good. He, though he scored only one goal, uh, he had a four big chance uh, in last uh, five game weeks with an expected XG of 2.28. So uh, it, it looks good compared to the other premium players which um, United has. I mean, uh, in comparison with Rashford and Marshall and even Pogba. I mean, Pogba stats are looking much better than Marsh, uh, Marshall and Rashford in last few game weeks. We know, I mean, uh, obviously, poor uh, has seen uh, United playing, we all know that. Okay, I mean, Pogba has stepped up quite a bit in last few matches, so he start he scored two goals as well. But uh, Rashford and Marshall in particular, their stats stats are not great. Marshall numbers are at least slightly better than Rashford, but Rashford is not even there in uh, like top twenty twenty five uh, stats if you look at for last uh, four game weeks. So uh, that's about United. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, maybe uh, I just open it uh, open up for discussion. So, what do you think about uh, Leicester and uh, Manchester United uh, options? Uh, Leicester, like you said, Barnes are t- uh, Madison is the most uh, targeted people maybe in the transfer window right now in the today's this game week. Uh, I am slightly uh, moving towards Madison than Barnes because Barnes there's a chance to be a rotation in between. Maybe I don't know. Uh, but Madison is in in free free kicks, free kicks and all. So mostly Madison, even XGs like you said, XGs and a big chances created is more for Barnes. Madison can be a good point with the current form and all. I feel so. Other than that, uh, nobody in the list of city I am looking for. And in like you said, in United fixtures are very good. And if you are looking for a Wardy replacement, I would suggest Cavani in place of him. I hope Ole will play him in the coming game weeks since he's in he's a proper striker than Marshall be needed. And uh, he is pretty much good doing for that also. So I wish, no, I, not wishing, no, I hope he will be a, a, a proper starter from now onwards and he can be a good differential also as a, a replacement for Wardy in place of uh, uh, Jesus or someone and uh, midfield Bruno of course he is a cap choice at any any time at any moment uh, like you said Marshall no Rashford both of them stat wise they are missing lot of chances and stat wise not good for me and with the coming uh, fixtures if you are looking in attack, attacking defensive you can look for Shaw also in place of United that's from me in place of Leicester and United any comments? Anything to add? Uh, nothing extra compared to what you told. Uh, just I'll tell. Uh, just tell my choices out of that. I would favor Barnes ahead of Madison, just because of the. Uh, I prefer players who have uh, more chances and more touches, like uh, and like G, right? Uh, I, I, for me, I, uh, the eye test is if the player is in and around the penalty box, and always there is a probability of him to attack or uh, the probability to uh, take a shot. And also, Barnes looks electric, like whatever we have seen. And he's there uh, like uh, to stretch the defenders to the end. And even the assist potential is good for Barnes. So, uh, irrespective of the goal-scoring uh, form he's in. So, that that's why I like him. And uh, in terms of United, 
I I actually fancied Rashford for the next match, particularly because of the Sheffield. But when you see the after that the match comes uh, Arsenal, which is not favourable, and then it's it's okay type. So uh, I would Rashford is there in my mind as a as a uh, waitlist candidate. So I'm I'm still not decided on my replacement of De Bruyne yet. So th- that's that's where I'm confused. But uh, against Sheffield, Rashford is a very good choice. Considering if if you remember the last time Sheffield met United, the two three match. uh see uh, Bo, uh rashford uh, with the high line that sheffield is keeping rashford always makes that run and uh, like if you remember pogba found him uh, for uh, for the first goal uh, which they scored i think you can expect those passes coming from the midfield and uh, i i don't think sheffield has changed their style of play even uh, with uh, in the last game against uh, uh, spurs Uh, Son got lot of chances uh, from that high line, and he couldn't finish it. That's that's uh, one part. But I think uh, I think Rashford is one of the people who next week would be a better cap choice if I uh, than Bruno if I had both. So that that's where I'm uh, coming at. So uh, for from the next game big property perspective, uh, Rashford is actually a very good punt. That's a big shout, actually, on Rashford. Eh? <laughs> no, Rashford is a very good punt. I agree with you. But the current form and current chances he's missing, and stats-wise only, I am just backward regarding him. That's the only thing. Maybe, like you said, the high line of Sheffield can help him a more. Let let wish as a United fan, I wish let him score and we get more points. Cool. Yeah. So um, other than uh, the teams, we have already covered the. I mean, Liverpool. We are already uh, going to cover in uh, the next section, and we all already know the big team, uh, big players in Liverpool. So, uh, and then um, the one team which uh, uh, which I'm, I need to mention here is Arsenal. Uh, they have been basically top of uh, quite a lot of stats. But the thing which we need to uh, look here is the inconsistency of the Arsenal duo, especially Aubameyang and uh, Lacazette. So. If you look at it, six big chances with an XG of two point nine seven in last five, that's looking good for Lacazette. But he had he was a big letdown in game week eighteen when uh, so many free hitters went for him. And if you look at the last two game week eighteen and game week nineteen, he had zero goals and his XG is point three nine. So the majority of his good numbers actually came from a couple of matches. One is that West Brom and the other is Chelsea. So uh, that's Lacazette and. Obayang is slightly different. His numbers are quite recent. I mean, he was quite poor before game week eighteen. Uh, but if you look at last two, uh, he had an excellent performance against Newcastle in game week nineteen. That makes Obayang the top XG non-penalty for last game five game week. So just one game, uh, just one match. He had nine penalty touches, two big chances, one point one nine XG, and two goals in uh, game week nineteen. But if you look at a uh, majority of the remaining. Is like 0.83 came against that West Brom match in game week 17, where the Arsenal won 4-0. He hasn't scored any goals, but other than that, his xG has been quite poor. It's been basically even less than 0.1. So again, there is an inconsistency. It really depends on how you are reading about uh, stats uh, in game week 19. Are you saying that okay, he's back to form, or is it just because it was a Newcastle match? So really depend on that. You can uh, decide whether you want to go for a punt or not. Uh, just uh, another note on that is, uh, yeah, the fixtures are not really great either. I mean, they have got what Southampton away and United next uh, at home uh, the uh, the week after. So, so it's not it's a mix of fixtures. So um, yeah, I mean, you you can make your decision uh, accordingly. Really depends on how you read that stat. Uh, so other than us, I mean Arsenal obviously have ESR and uh, Smithrow and uh, Saka. Their stats are quite okay, but again Arsenal uh, has got a bit of inconsistency issue in terms of uh, uh, this thing. So not sure whether uh, anybody would really want to go for those players uh, as a replacement for KDB as such. Uh, there are uh, quite, uh, quite a few other players. I mean, one one player uh, who deserves certainly attention uh, attention as a replacement for Ward is Antonio, who has an XG of one point five five in um, game week nineteen. I mean, I didn't really go for him, thinking that he's uh, he may not actually play both matches because of he just came back from injury, but he ended up playing both the matches, two big chances, two goals in last two, and uh, maximum bonus in both the games. Uh, and with now Holler gone, he's definitely uh, going to lead that line for the coming matches. They've got decent uh, run of fixtures as well, so 
is a very good shout uh, from that West Ham line and as a replacement for uh, um, uh, uh, Wadi as well. So, so other than that, there are quite a few other names. I mean, you can take punt on anybody like, for example, Chelsea has got very good attack coming. I mean, we, we are going to cover Chelsea defence a bit, but Chelsea attack is not, I mean, we all know it's not really kind of clicking good. But if you really want to take a punt on Pulisic or Werner uh, or even uh, Fulham, for example, Lukman um, and uh, uh, Aston Villa, Grealish or Watkins, for example. So all those names are there. I mean, it's it's up to you. And one uh, player probably uh, which, who deserves a shout, who actually scored 24 points in game week uh, 19 is Matthias Pereira. Uh, it's clearly because of the change in uh, the formation of as from he, where he plays uh, just behind Callum Robinson. So um, he is uh, getting numbers. His attacking numbers are quite good now. So if he keeps it going, uh, he's a good shot. Uh, is a good punt and he's on penalties as well. So that's that's uh, one player probably worth a shot. So yeah, that's that's all about um, the body and KDB replacement. So off uh, if you just to summarize the players, I kind of uh, basically looking. I mean, obviously the Spurs duo, uh, Liverpool. You can um, think about it. The other two uh, players who basically uh, are uh, Gundogan, Harvey Barnes, uh, Cavani, and uh, I mean up, up to you, Ron Rashford, and everything, and Madison as well. So yeah, that's that's uh, uh, it as a replacement. Anything. Uh, to conclude, before anything to say before we actually go into the next section, guys. No, we. I think we pretty much covered. We can move to next topic. I feel. Cool. Yeah. So uh, that's it uh, with uh, um, this topic, and the next one we wanted to actually cover is what's happening with Liverpool. So it's like for no goals in last four game weeks. So uh, what's going wrong? I mean, it's not really something we have actually seen with Liverpool attack for some time. So uh, Vinay, over to you. Uh, yeah, well, uh, speaking about Liverpool, I think it's it's kind of tricky. Uh, so what I've done is that uh, I have analysed Pool as a team and also the main two guys, uh, uh, Salah and Mane, in terms of uh, their performance, uh, comparing in the last five game weeks and uh, the weeks before that. So when, when you see uh, the performance of Liverpool uh, as a whole... Uh, there hasn't been any reduction in the number of uh, attempts that they are doing. They are still at the top of the table compared to other teams uh, in terms of the total number of attempts. But what has changed is that the quality and uh, the the accuracy of those attempts. So uh, in the last five game weeks, they only managed around uh, nine big chances and around 16 shots on target. So which is around just 18% of the 89, which is directly shot on target. And even the big chances is a, uh, has re- reduced a lot compared to their previous weeks. So uh, what we understand from this is that pool and uh, for, from Mane Salah perspective, I'll, I'll go in detail, but just to uh, talk about it, uh, even their penalty number of touches have, been, have remained the same and they, they are actually going forward and all those uh, sticking around or pushing the defenders, all those uh, kind of trickery is happening. But the, the, the right amount of quality is not there in terms of finishing as well as the chances that they get. So that's that's one of the very tricky problems that we have to see. Uh, there, is, there may not be a very direct solution for it. But uh, we have to find a pattern in which Pool will start uh, scoring. Or they, We have seen cases where uh, these players have converted from a very uh, less number of chances. So a mini part of that is due to the form of these players as well. So we, we'll, we'll go to that uh, in a minute. Uh, so, but if you compare to the previous weeks, right? Liverpool uh, averaged around 42% shot accuracy in the previous game weeks before game week 15, and uh, with those high attempts that they had, and they definitely are still the team with the maximum goals. But a lot of it is due to the fact that uh, it's from the previous game weeks, and as we know, they have not scored any goal in this calendar year. So that that's one of the uh, main factor is around the quality of the big chances created. And, and the finishing accuracy, or even you can call the short on target accuracy as well. So that's one part of Liverpool playing as a team. So uh, the reasons for this could be many. Like uh, we have seen last at, for, from last game perspective, you see Henderson was not there. And also we have seen a reduction in the quality of the 
like chances created by both robertson and alexander arnold so we we knew from the previous game weeks the the full backs of liverpool were the main creative assets compared to the midfield obviously the, the quality is there but i actually expected a rise in the quality when thiago uh, came into play but uh, against united we could see a certain bit of spark but none was seen against burnley so i think it, he needs a little bit more time to integrate or maybe the lack of henderson and fabinho playing at the uh, center back uh, could have been so actually i i, I kind of was surprised by klopp's lineup you know uh, with burnley i think he would have he could have taken a chance with uh, williams Uh, as as a center back and played uh, fabinho back uh, in henderson's absence at the midfield so uh, to have a support with uh, thiago oxlade Chamber- uh, chamberlain actually was pretty bad in that game so i don't know if the combinations of the players is a factor of that and his we have seen club changing the midfield continuously uh, that's that has been one of pool strength also because everyone could play in one of the position that like Uh, you can see nabi kita play we can see the, the combination was immaterial till now but right now i think without fabinho and henderson those two i think are the main uh, midfield players uh, without that i think that fulcrum or the the base at that midfield and the chance creation also is affected a bit and obviously the out of form uh, perspective of uh, alexander arnold robertson has been has maintained a certain quality uh, even uh, if you see the stats his big chances created and uh, his, his the crosses or the attempted chances created have been uh, constant but uh, 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 and uh, if if you so that that's one part and if you consider mana and sale uh, 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 as as player performance compared to the last game weeks and previously before that they still top as i mentioned the the penalty area touches uh, that uh, both of them have and uh, but the thing that has changed is that the number of attempts that these players had has tremendously reduced so both of them just had around 9 and 10 attempts uh, uh, the 12 attempts which makes them in the 9th and 10th position uh, compared to all these uh, players in particularly the midfield midfield players so what happens is that uh, even uh, the big chances for these players has reduced uh, tremendously sala just got three big chances in the last five game weeks you can imagine that uh, and also mane uh, has just two chances out of those uh, uh, the uh, attempts that they had and if if you consider the previous case uh, mane uh, and sala both uh, had uh, like uh, the chunk of sala's goal were from big chances so uh before game week 15 uh, sala actually scored 11 goals uh and uh, 13 goals actually sorry 13th goal actually and out of that 9 goals from were big chances and all of them he just had 11 big chances so, so you see this year compared to the previous year obviously his performance has reduced like uh, he was we can say he has been overperforming over these years and this year is is gone a little down because of that but even uh with the reduction of the quality right the 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 quality of uh, the chances that he is getting is reduced and also the finishing and uh, uh, those he uh, is relying tremendously on those big chances to convert and the penalties of course which i think pool has been getting so the the uh, what do you call the lethality of sala i think i i've started doubting him uh from that perspective of converting or scoring a goal from the very minimum chance possible so we we saw some of the glimpses of that in against the cameo and crystal palace game but if you consider the season as a whole i think uh, the the amount of uh, goals he scored from a very small sg is very less compared to his previous years so all of them i think bane is also tremendously out of form and uh, i think both of these players need goals obviously to gain their confidence and i think uh, the quality of the chances has to improve for the pool to do uh, like uh, bring them back to their best i guess and uh, worth mentioning in this case is the case of firmino i think he among the three has been the worst in terms of a uh, player who has regressed we have seen that also in the previous years how uh, 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 firmino's goal contributions have reduced over the years but what ha- what he actually uh, did provide to the team is winning the ball in this in those final thirds or or assisting or uh, what do you say those assisting the assister and uh, ex- uh, exactly what i told about the winning the ball in the final third even that number has actually reduced 
in this year and also the previous years compared to the uh, the years before so there is one thing that i watched uh, like uh, one of the i think uh, uh, it's it's worth mentioning here as well i saw one of the uh, analysis from jamie carragher who he presented in the monday night football he told the average lifespan of any uh, awesome front three that has been so he analyzed basically chelsea's front three uh, about when when mourinho was there duff uh, uh, robben and drogba then united steves rooney and ronaldo and uh, even even cities like sane aguero de bruyne so what 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 he saw was that the average and the best of these pairs have lasted only for 3 years and this is the fourth year for uh, this this awesome front three firmino sala and mane and uh, i and he also think is that uh, the, the as as i mentioned firmino's numbers are coming less and it it might be the time uh, to face out one of these uh, players and obviously i think firmino would be the first one to fa- be faced out and it depends on how jota adapts to his place uh, like we have seen glimpses of when jota was playing uh, uh, in those position how uh, he actually uh, fitted pretty well in pool matches so i would wait till jota is back maybe uh, to see like not sure if before that i i, I don't expect firmino to absolutely be uh, like banking goals again and uh, getting into form but at least salah or uh, mane has to step up in terms of uh, like the the form that liverpool is going through yeah you actually covered uh, uh, pretty uh, well there so i mean i like that uh, uh, comment about jamie carragher what he said so i had a look at some of those stats in terms of okay the uh, basically like a more like a form checker and um, salah and mane um, in particular are kind of top on quite a lot of those uh, stats like disposes for example bad touches shots of target if you look at the shot accuracy for uh, sala and mane for last five game weeks sala had 22.2 um in comparison he had what 66.66% uh, shot accuracy in the previous four game weeks uh, similar and if you look at mane he's even bad i mean like he had 11% shot accuracy uh, in last five game weeks so an uh, unsuccessful passes uh, mane is even worse than sala um, uh, in terms of chances missed big chances missed uh, so so it's pretty clear that okay they have been uh, some problem with liverpool uh, attack i mean other thing which actually kind of surprised me was uh, whenever i kind of uh, i mean i was watching liverpool uh, playing and then uh, like okay uh, they are not really creating enough for the they never look like scoring in those game weeks i mean yeah, obviously there are uh, slight uh, i mean there are some half chances and all but it's it's not really like how we have i mean how the liverpool used to be there, there wasn't really anything happening and but when i came out and look at kind of xg philosophy those sort of things it says oh yeah they have got an xg of 1.3 and i was like wondering okay, where is that coming from and i mean where where did where, it's not really reflecting what i've actually seen uh, in that match so if you look at those four game weeks where liverpool hasn't scored any goals they had an xg of 5.72 which is fifth best in last four games four game weeks so so sometimes stats can be misleading i mean i agree with you and i mean the quality of chances are not there though their xg is 5.72 they never really look like uh, scoring that previously i mean this xg is kind of same i mean uh, if you look at the previous four like 12 to 15 they had an xg of 6.1 uh, and in that with they scored 11 goals uh, 10 big chances as well i mean they converted most of them so it's kind of combination of uh, maybe a poor form of the players they so they are not really converting those half chances plus uh, some of the quality of chances are not there so it's kind of uh, i'm i'm not able to kind of pinpoint what exactly uh, i mean what can actually be done to improve it maybe it's it's your uh, it's what you said uh, which jamie has mentioned like okay yeah, maybe this is the time to kind of move on and uh, uh, kind of change that front line so but yeah that, that there is clearly uh, something going uh, not right there uh, with liverpool comments ji yeah like you said i am not sure what is missing in liverpool uh, matches maybe um, the player combinations or some form outs if you look into their fixtures after the palace game they are really struggling to score uh, only one goal in uh, five games that is west brom 
against West Brom, they score one goal. After that, Newcastle, Southampton, uh, both heavy matches, I agree. But after that, they got uh, two home matches. That is versus United. Even at left league, it can be a, a difficult match. But we all uh, expected some uh, good goals from uh, Liverpool and Burnley match. But they really struggled. In the second uh, half after Salah sub, uh, we, we can see some goal scoring chances from him. But Pope saved uh, very much. I don't know what is missing in their side. Yeah, th- thanks, G. I mean, uh, Vinay, uh, do you have any suggestions or any sort of recommendations for uh, uh, Salah owners and Salah non-owners? Uh, yeah, I actually I missed that part. So, what I think is that uh, uh, obviously uh, a player like Salah can go explosive in any way. And it's obviously uh, like uh, for people who don't have, is always a risk of whether. Uh, but w- the good part is that uh, there is no uh, capable fixture for Salah in the next two game weeks. I don't think anyone is going to cap uh, Salah in, obviously in this particular form against uh, uh, Spurs away. And also after that, we have a West Ham uh, team who has kept, I think, five clean sheets in the last six matches. So they are also on, on top in terms of de- defensive aspects. So the next two matches, uh, I think if you don't have Salah, maybe it's, you can v- uh, wait a bit. But uh, as, as uh, the opportunity came of De Bruyne's injury, if you, if you have cash in your hand, I personally don't have. So he's an easily uh, solution for Salah. So otherwise, I think you would have to had to think about uh, replacing one of the other heavy hitters to get all of them together. So uh, that's that's a blessing in disguise, uh, KDB's injury. Uh, but I think uh, maybe it's worth a wait for the next two game weeks to analyze like uh, like when should uh, we bring in a Liverpool player or is there any other punt that you can take in between? Like we mentioned a lot of replacements for De Bruyne already, right? A Rashford or a Leicester uh, midfielder or even Gundogan from uh, manchester city so i think it's i for me personally that that would be a priority right now than bringing salah but people who have them i think he sh- they should hold him like yeah he, he's he's given five blanks in uh, it's the first time salah has given five blanks uh, on a trot so having said that i think uh, you're not going to waste your transfer uh, taking out salah for the next two game weeks and after that bringing him again when the fixtures are okayish again. So, I think it's uh, from, from the rank perspective also, his ownership is around 40%. So, it's, it's worth holding. And also, a player like Salah, he, like he can come into form anytime. So, that that's my verdict. Yeah, and also, I think most of the players probably will have, I mean, most of the FPL managers would have some problem like uh, Wardy or uh, KDP. So, it's not really an immediate problem to resolve by selling him. Uh, but I agree with you. Maybe uh, there is not enough reason why we should bring him now, uh, given that, okay, those two fixtures. I mean, you probably will have a captaincy option um, against Brighton in game week 22 uh, when uh, the other fixtures are not really great. But again, it really depends on whether uh, Liverpool will be able to turn that uh, form around. So, uh, let's, yeah, let's, uh, and with that, I think we can move to the next uh, uh, topic. So, the the kind of thing which you wanted to actually consider here is uh, if you look at uh, Chelsea fixtures, it's really uh, changing, uh, especially from a defensive perspective as well. So uh, Chelsea has got Wolves and Burnley at home in next two. Then there's a Tottenham away. But after the, immediately after that, you've got Sheffield away, Newcastle at home and Southampton away. So there is a good shout for Chelsea attackers and, uh, uh, and defence in particular. Uh, so... Uh, G, over to you, G, for the analysis. <laughs> it's very good. You guys giving this defensive Chelsea topic to me. <laughs> yeah, you can have a neutral perspective from there, right? Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, G, it's also that we have been speaking about Chelsea uh, so much in your absence as well. So, there is nothing new from our end that the audience could expect. <laughs> so, <laughs> so <laughs> okay. Uh, your end. Yeah, it also means that Chelsea has been pretty poor for some time. So, yeah. <laughs> So anyway, uh, if you look into Chelsea's defensive statics, uh, they have played the last six matches, only two clean sheet and nine goals considered. And if you look in the total short considered, it is 67, and it is eighth uh, highest in the Premier League. And if you look into the shots considered inside the box, that is 51. That is the fourth highest after Leeds, Newcastle, and Palace or Brom, I think. And 
short on target they consider is 24 uh, no wonder how they are losing the clean sheets and uh, if they are looking into the expected goals considered it is 9.36 in the last six matches that is highest uh, fifth highest in the epl right now and uh, in the clean sheet perspective they have a high chance of keeping a clean sheet other than uh, this much of shots uh, that's maybe because of mendy's saves and all but overall performance with the current uh, difficult fixtures or someone something is missing they are uh, struggling to keep the clean sheet and if you look in the ranks like i said the shot considered is a eighth highest and shot inside the box is fourth highest and shot on target is the sixth highest the only plus point here is the clean sheet rank the expected clean sheet expected clean sheet ex- ex- expected clean sheet is seventh for them in the total 20 uh, p- uh, teams uh, but in the beginning like jacob i told the coming uh, fixtures that is favoring for them wolves burnley tottenham in between the only difficult fixture then sheffield and new has newcastle uh, all are very good fixtures but if you look into the defensive uh, players who you will take that's the biggest question here for example most of the team is considered with uh, most of the if, uh, in in terms of fantasy most of the teams will contain a double uh, city defense with uh, current fixtures and the and majority is going with maybe with uh, back three only maybe like we said um, all of the premiums are failing currently right now maybe some people will take a high risk and uh, go for four at the back then we can look into it but if you are looking into a third or four, a third at back will you go for a chilwell in this risky situation that's a big question for me other than that chilwell with attacking perspective i don't think we recommend apps uh, rotation risk with james silva and uh, zauma uh, for example he benched in the two game in the double game week is a bit surprising for me i expected him there in the uh, team uh, i don't know why lambert is benched him for uh, the current scenario he was pretty good in the defensive perspective and james with the injury with he having and all i am not uh, counting him in all the f- coming three or four matches so only question is chilwell or mendy with the gk of martinez uh, and uh, uh some other guys most of the people are with martinez then mccarthy and all i don't think uh, anyone will go for mendy so only one choice remaining is chilwell so again with stones cancelo or if we are going with triple city with kdb absence will we go for a high end chilwell with 6 million or 6.1 million is a big question for me uh, if attacking perspective okay we can look into as a chilwell as a pun with uh, coming fixtures only fixture is favoring with them stats no way no way that is not favoring wolves burnley wolves i am not looking at clean sheet there burnley as yes. tottenham then it is a difficult fixture then sheffield and newcastle is a pretty awesome fixture coming so i would say wait for chelsea defense at least for after tottenham we look into it but the current two three fixture wait uh, risking in chilwell okay if it's a punt yeah yes otherwise i would say avoid chelsea for the current time you see really kind of uh, uh, you basically are suggesting like wait and watch kind of a thing with chelsea yes, defense of rather than anything actually yeah, they you... have the they have the uh, they have the team to do well but they are struggling like liverpool or some i am not comparing with liverpool but they are struggling i don't know which part is missing for them it's a, a big question for me also Yeah, the uh, defense pattern. I mean, the defense pattern from Chelsea is uh, quite uh, there. I mean, Chelsea is kind of uh, uh, struggling with counter attacks uh, a bit, uh, and also uh, conceding quite a lot of big chances. So that is where and getting scored there. I mean, that's why the XGC is actually kind of looking okay. But if you look at it, even from smaller chances, I mean, they are really, really like. Uh, are they kind of uh, getting considered in those chances? So, but overall, uh, they are mid-table. I mean, uh, in most of the other uh, defensive uh, things, but big chances considered, it's kind of top in last five game weeks. So that's where the problem is. I totally agree. I mean, I don't. Yeah, I don't that's see where uh, expected goal considered and expected uh, big chances uh, considered big chances is high for them, and they are fifth in the uh, EPL rank for that two cases. 
that is after leeds newcastle palace and rome that's why i am just saying just keep a watch and uh, look for chilwell Other yeah the, the, the only reason i would actually i mean consider chilwell is because of uh, the premium players not really kind of uh, i mean we we got an option to i mean as i said earlier we got an option to take some punt now so maybe we can actually go like four at the back with chilwell and uh, hoping for a clean sheet or kind of probably when a uh, assister with with some uh, bonus on top of it can can be a good punt because we don't really have a good alternative if it was say, for example if wardy and uh, uh, kdb was not injured obviously we know uh, need that money we don't really want to go for uh, four at the back or we don't really want to spend on a 6.1 but if if you really want to sell a like of for example uh, 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 a charlie taylor or somebody who got injured at the moment rather than going for another 4.5 you can take a punt on a uh, uh, 6.1 player because you have got money now and the fixtures are uh, so you kind of uh, it's a, it's a early train thing i mean like yeah you probably uh, can board that and see okay whether that will uh, go your way so that's the only thing it's more like a punt there is nothing really uh, from an asset perspective which actually kind of uh uh suggesting that okay yeah uh, this is really a, a, a good a buy at this point i, I totally yeah, agree, agree with you if it is uh, four and back you can give a chance for silver as a point of course yeah. with the premiums are failing what about you vinay vinay do you actually uh, i think uh, that that's uh, uh, with the defense kind of thing but do you really suggest anybody from attack uh for me personally i think i i'm initially if you would have asked me i would have gotten certain names but right now i think like lampard even i am confused on uh, what would be the starting lineup in terms of attack so even i am confused from that perspective uh, like uh, we, we we are not sure who would start the lineup uh, who would play on the wings right now uh, because uh, i think Uh, except Werner, Giroud, and Abraham are okayish in terms of the chances that they get. So we, we don't know who is going to start. And even in the terms of uh, on the wings, right? Uh, everyone like Hatsunoda, I think, is the most informed winger that we have. Uh, so, but Pulisic and uh, Ch are both impactful uh, in terms of the. They've done. They've not done so much bad, but. they have not done that much great as well so we don't know what the lineup would be of chelsea that's the main uh, decision making uh, dilemma that we are in uh, in terms of uh, who would start so that's where i am at right now i think it's best to avoid the chelsea uh, uh, like yep cool. yeah i think uh, that's that so uh, uh, that concludes this section and uh, let's move to the uh, next section of uh, uh, the who has a better run of fixtures and will probably go through the captaincy option as well uh, along with it so uh, let's start with game week uh, so from a fixture perspective i mean if you look at uh, some of the teams have got really good run of fixtures uh, manchester city has got really probably the best three fixtures coming in west brom uh, away in game week 20 sheffield at home in game week 21 and uh, uh, Burnley away in game week 20. It's a shame that okay KDB is not available for that match. I mean, otherwise it would have been probably a uh, easier captaincy option for that. So uh, now with KDB not available, with the other players already being covered, it's kind of very tricky. Who are we going for? I mean, we can certainly see a, a, a clean sheet there uh, in in all the three or maybe at least two of them. Uh, similarly, I mean attack. but the problem is who who's there and then you look at other fixtures united fixtures are good uh, they have got sheffield united and southampton home in game week 20 and 22 21 uh, is arsenal away uh, yeah it can go either way uh, uh, so that's uh, so we already mentioned about chelsea fixtures and we also kind of uh, see decent fixtures for aston villa um, west ham has got decent fixtures in 20 and 22 Liverpool has got okay okay fixtures again if uh, they can turn the uh, thing around Leicester has got decent fixtures in 21 and 22 uh, with Leeds and Fulham uh, one reason why I actually uh, went for Wardy thinking that okay I could actually captain him against uh, Leeds uh, on game week 21 yeah even uh, in our Wardy not available we kind of actually thinking uh, what should we uh, yeah what yeah I mean what should we do with the, the Leicester anyway so uh, talking about game week 20 uh, 
what do you think i mean where do you see the goals coming i mean where do you where do you think i mean this game week is actually going to go uh for me game week 20 is actually kind of tricky uh there is no stand out uh, fixture in terms of uh, captaincy uh, so city one was there but i think all of us had de bruyne as the attack only attacker i have jesus personally but i am not in a state to captain him at, at this point of time but other than that every match uh, like uh, uh, is is kind of tricky uh what do you think about united sheffield yes united that's the that's the only one uh, spending so i think we can see all the uh, almost 80% of us captaining yeah. bruno yeah. bruno is that, going that, to be heavily captained yeah so yes chelsea wolves are there but as i mentioned i i'm i'm not sure anyone would uh, uh, like uh, people who want to take a punt would take a punt on certain players like pulisic or werner but i i'm we have seen no one is guaranteed a start unless and until Uh, they start hitting form so even that fixture is uh, is gone right now and everton leicester is kind of kg uh, i think we know dcl is back but wardy is not there so uh, not sure uh, like who would be the favorite from that match i even spurs liverpool it, it would be kind of i still fancy spurs based on the form of liverpool and also the home form of spurs uh but uh, i'm not sure if any anyone is ca- captain material in that match even and the closest would be harry kane so i think i'll have him vice captain in my team because i don't have any other <laughs> options in my team so now you've the- got uh, i mean we can probably go for a, a bamford captain against uh, <laughs> <Newcastle>. <laughs> i am i am able to say a differential captain as a bamford <laughs> but uh, the thing is no uh, we have seen that uh, uh, forward everyone has seen that uh, uh leads after after that uh, uh, that uh, mention about they they won the league uh, without with that break and uh, the leads trolling that pundit uh, that uh, female pundit uh, over the twitter and all they they haven't scored any goal they've lost to uh, a, a tier 3 yeah, yeah they've lost to brighton tier 3 side in uh, the fa cup and also they've lost to spurs and i think in the last game against brighton they looked toothless actually uh, like uh, uh, you know bamford missed a lot of chances but compared to the other uh, matches in which uh, leeds created so much as i think last match was one of those matches in which leeds didn't look like leeds at all uh, in this entire 18 game weeks yeah so, they didn't look like scoring i mean even uh, they look like very say, tired guys i think yeah pro- even when we say bamford actually missed it was probably half chances i didn't really actually i don't rem- remember seeing a very good chance for him uh on brighton match uh, it was it was more like half chance i mean i agree with you it wasn't uh, it wasn't really looking like uh, the usual leeds game they were kind of off the uh, thing at that in in that game yeah you can argue that they are playing against newcastle who are on their uh, the, i think the worst form in the league is of newcastle right now yeah. uh, even sheffield is better than them so but you you don't know when they any team would uh, turn up in premier league you know today there is aston villa and uh, newcastle so not sure like i, I fancy an aston villa uh, victory in this match but we still after seeing liverpool burnt red anything is possible so <laughs> that, that's that's one uh, and but then if you want to have a punt i think southampton arsenal is one match that's that's would be i think favoring southampton i am with the form that they're in dannings for me would be one of the good if he's back in the team we know he's back but i'm i'm not sure if if he's ready to start again so that's that's one of the uh, tricky part so if if he starts i think he's one of the uh, captain you can consider as a punt this week and obviously i mentioned rashford when we discussed the uh, de bruyne alternative so these would be my favorite uh, cap options so what you're saying is it's just a boring captaincy option uh, of course that. yeah <laughs> yes i think from captaincy you won't get many points this week like uh, yeah, yeah. it's, it's... Uh, Uh, Bruno in the home game also is not favored, right? So he would definitely give a return, but I'm not sure would it be a 10 plus or uh, not. I don't know. Depends on how Sheffield plays and how. But maybe I think uh, uh, the all, all it depends on the differential that you have. Except the captain this week, like whom you are gonna bring for a Vardy and uh, De Bruyne in your team, and if at all that person clicks, you'll have a very good game week. Other than that, this game week just passed like an uh, average game week in my opinion. Okay. Any anything to add, G? No, no. I agree with Vijay. You know, only thing is, like you said, if Leeds click and Newcastle is struggling, the same Bamford can be a differential cap, and that can outscore Bruno maybe. And uh, how about the game week, uh, uh, weekend game, which is uh, game week twenty-one? Uh, G, uh, what's your opinion? 
if you look like uh, for the game week 20 default captaincy is uh, bruno for sheffield that game week the plumb uh, fixture is man city versus sheffield but again like vinay told uh, kdb is not there so whether you will ambard gundogan is a biggest question there or jesus or sterling even sterling i am not out scoring sterling uh, uh, credibility also he is also a very differential captaincy maybe versus sheffield but whether we will risk on him or we will move on to some other players is a big question in game week 21 but the biggest plum fixture is man city versus sheffield in that game week also then if you look into other fixture brighton versus spurs that can be a big uh, next game uh, next game in that game week you can um, uh, give the amber to kane or son uh, mostly it can be kane with penalty or son can be a differential there also and it is uh, like West Ham versus Liverpool with current Liverpool uh, form and uh, West Ham clean sheet form. I am not sure the, whether we will cap either anyone who having Salah or someone. Uh, I am not sure about that. Then other fixture, if you are looking into a differential fixture like uh, game week twenty, we suggested Bamford. Like that, we have Everton versus Newcastle. DCL is back after the injury. Uh, let's see how he is performing game week twenty. Uh, if he is good and uh, touch touching in the stats he can be a very good differential versus newcastle i feel um, southern versus aston villa aston villa is doing very good in defensive so like um, uh, i don't think ings can be a good pundit in captaincy uh, these are the main uh, pictures in game week 21 i am counting on and uh, like uh, in the double game week perara gave a very good uh, out, output after the uh, formation change so there is a differential again yeah, also, i was about to question do you really fancy perera captaining against the fulham <laughs> like a person like me definitely would go would go but uh, somebody who is hearing this and uh, uh, doing a risk as a differential pund perera can be a good captaincy in versus fulham also that's uh, main fixtures i am covering So I think yeah. So it's just just to summarize. I think it's more uh, Spurs two, uh, which is probably looking uh, closer for uh, uh, game week twenty one. Um, yes. Since KDB is missing, we don't really know uh, who we should we go for from Man City, uh, 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 unless you actually fancy a Dice or a Stones captaincy, for example, or a Gundogan captaincy. <laughs> I, I was actually about to say that I fancy cap. Like I feel assured captaining a City defender at this point of time than <laughs> any of the attackers. So it's it's a default six points that you get. Yeah, But the positive is clean. Sh- okay, City is not uh, conceding any big chances. That's the first point. And Stones and Dias can be give a one goal nick in and all. But the problem with defensive thing is at 90th moment also we can lose the clean sheet and uh, we will lose the points. That's the biggest thing. But with attacking perspective, I am a, a guy who always fancy on attacking attacking uh, player captaincy. Okay, uh, defensive is very good. But for me, I always prefer attacking. Player as a captain. Um, the problem, the thing is, the plus point is, at na- if he is playing like 90th moment, there is a chance to get a goal. But defensive is, uh, if he is playing at the 90th moment, he can concede a goal at the last moment also, and we can lose the points. So I have this uh, in me that every year I think it's not by planning that I I have it, at least in one game weeks I've I've capped a defender over the entire 38 game weeks. So last year it was Doherty. In a in a week in which uh, I didn't have pretty much standout captaincy options, and Wolves only had a a decent fixture, and I I I didn't know that if Jimenez would score, so I went on with Doherty, and he he gave six points, and all of us would remember a year before that in which I think I capped Duffy in terms of that. So that's a double, double game week. Yeah, <laughs> double <I> mean, game <laughs> week. But... We all capped it. So, I think I, I capped a trend also in one of those. Uh, one, yeah, one we game. capped a trend uh, in some game weeks. That's a, <laughs> I think that's only outstanding. Uh, uh, that's the only defensive captaincy I done once. I didn't cap Duffy in double game week also. So uh, the 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 conversation why we are having this is that we we show that a particular trend happening right. So we don't have clear alternative for De Bruyne replacement, and even in the front seven, we don't find any standard fixtures. Yeah. Bruno fixture is there, and even in twenty one, there can be a Spurs one, or even if you find uh, Chelsea, Burnley, or even Leeds uh, fixture. Uh, Leicester Leeds is one which has a lot of goals in it. That's there, but 
it depends on the player that you pick and there is no standout captaincy options among all these fixtures so uh, with all this confusion there could be a safe options that's the only purpose of discussing this so, it's it's funny that i mean if in game week 20 uh, if salah score a brace and then all of a sudden he will be the poor player captain so <laughs> <laughs> but I, i i don't think uh, against him Yeah, yeah, whether it will happen is a different question. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah two penalties enough. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Yeah, thanks. Uh, so uh, I'll, I'll be covering twenty-two uh, as well um, from a, a captaincy option perspective. Uh, we can, depending on our next podcast, but it, we we can cover twenty-two in case we we do a pod before that. It, it it's okay. We can cover it yeah, again. Yeah, the fixtures are coming uh, are coming thick and fast. I mean, uh, if you look at next four uh, fixtures, that is in two weeks' time. So we have got basically fixtures every three four days, right? So uh, yeah, yeah. It's uh, I think it's worth covering twenty-two and twenty-three as well. Um, uh, in twenty-two, I think Liverpool Brighton would be depending on uh, Liverpool's form, but still, I think Salah. Uh, I think it 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 would be high time, right? So he can't go without scoring for eight matches. So I think Liverpool, Brighton, Salah would be the standout uh, captaincy option that week. And there is Man United, Southampton as well. I I fancy a a a, a scoring match, scoring match. I think one one or two one or two two. We've seen those score lines pretty often against Southampton and United. So again, Bruno comes into picture. And other than that, uh, not much. Leeds Everton might be KG, so uh, not sure. And City first are Burn Burnley away, so I, I I think De Bruyne won't be back by then also. So I don't fancy anyone from Man City other than the defenders. And Spurs face Chelsea. It's gonna be another boring nil nil maybe, or or even a Spurs win. Uh, considering Chelsea, depending on Chelsea's form, so not sure if it would be a high scoring match for uh, Kane or Son. Yeah, and I think that twenty-three is probably the time where most of us will be getting our Spurs duo back, who's against uh, Kane and uh, sorry. No, we, we already Tom. have, right, G? We we won't be. <laughs> we already. We already have. Know. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> it's about people who actually don't who hasn't taken free hit in game week nineteen. So. Uh. Um, so yeah, so it probably might be the time where uh, we might be uh, bringing those. Uh, the, the we today when Southampton won, right? We we lost an opportunity for a lead Southampton uh, double up uh, double game week in twenty three. But there are still talks going on whether Spurs will get a double game week that uh, uh, game week twenty three. Lot of possibilities because once game week twenty four kicks off, right? Uh, the amount of midweeks available for the prime or the main teams, Champions League and Europa League teams, would reduce. So, so that's the uh, uh, main concern in which uh, uh, we we they I think they would try to at least fit one game week uh, into twenty three. Yeah, I mean, the, uh, Aston Villa also have the same thing, right? And also Leeds Newcastle also can be kind of scheduled into midweek because they are not really in Europe. So, um, yeah, the introduction of those fixtures will obviously change the captaincy uh, thing because suddenly we are actually seeing a double game week. So. um yeah so that's uh, uh, that's about the captaincy options um so anything uh, anything else before we conclude best of luck for the coming game weeks let's hope uh, the green arrows will go up for everyone <laughs> <laughs> thanks ji thanks vinay thanks ji uh, for uh, uh, for uh, yeah for going through this in detail and uh, thanks everyone for uh, listening uh, to the uh, uh, this episode So um, yeah, may as uh, as we mentioned, um, we we all hope we had a very good double game week, and then uh, uh, let it continue for the coming game weeks as well. And uh, uh, as as we mentioned clearly, mentioned the fixtures are coming thick and fast. So hold your transfers and use it carefully. And uh, 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 maybe this is the time to take some good puns as well. So yeah, good luck with uh, with the coming fixtures. He's round the goalkeeper. He's done it.